Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Welcome to Championship Saturday, everyone. Nine conference title games, and with last night's Utah loss, we're going to know the four-team playoff today. If Georgia beats LSU, obviously the Bulldogs are in. If LSU wins, then it's probably going to come down to the Big 12 title game between Oklahoma and Baylor. The winner makes that final cut. On a big day like this, I figure it's best to bring in as many strong opinions and angles from some of the most intelligent people in the sports betting business. So I went back to some appearances this week on You Better You Bet, Radio.com app, Alexa, Spotify, iTunes. You can subscribe to the podcast version. Some appearances from a bookmaker and three professional bettors. First up, it's the director of trading over at Caesars, Jeff Davis, on the line in the SEC championship. Big move on LSU early. I kind of thought the number come out a little bit high. Uh, places had six, six and a half. We opened five and a half. Just, you know, we kind of thought it was going to be three and a half, four the weeks leading up. And then we took minus five and a half, minus six, minus six and a half, minus seven, uh, crushed to it. And then, uh, you know, there was some finally some resistance today. Uh, we had some people take seven and a half, seven and a half minus 20. Uh, so we're back to seven. But, you know, the public's piling in on LSU. And I don't really know what to make of this game now because the number is higher than I expected it to be. And they, the only good defense they really played is Auburn, and they only put up 23 points. So you have that angle of thinking, well, maybe they're going to struggle against Georgia. But they did put up over 400 yards against Auburn. They just didn't put the ball in the end zone. Uh, Georgia might struggle here to keep up. If LSU starts putting up points, Georgia's not built uh, to stay in the game in a shootout. You know, if LSU starts rolling, the game is over. Personally, I could only take the points here, but uh, no place for me as of yet. And uh, we'll probably need Georgia for a whole bunch come the weekend. Anything else stand out from the conference championship games, Jeff, that you can share with our audience? Really good two-way action on Baylor-Oklahoma. We had some people take nine and a half and someone lay eight, eight and a half. Uh, we're sitting nine now. 
Uh, money very even, ticket count very even, and I figure that's going to be the case. Baylor really whooped up on them the first half, the first time they met, and, you know, tail of two halves. Uh, I don't think Matt Rule will let that happen again. Uh, he's too good of a coach. I think this game's going to be tooth and nail. Uh, I like the dog here. And then on Saturday, since Wisconsin, Ohio State at night for most of the country, is that going to take the most amount of money? Wisconsin, I, Ohio State would take the most money because it's the last game. And whatever the last game is, as long as it's got any semblance of marquee essence to it, I guess, for lack of a better word, will always do the most money because people who are stuck want to get out and people who are winning want to go for the big score. So Wisconsin, Ohio State, given it's the last game, uh, will definitely do the most handle. You would Georgia LSU probably will write the most tickets but it won't be the most handle. Uh, Virginia Clemson will do the least of all of the big ones solely because of the spread. Once the, the numbers get up into the four or five touchdown range, people don't want to lay the big number, but they don't really want to hold their nose and take the points against this Clemson buzzsaw. Uh, that game doesn't figure to do too much handle, but uh, the Wisconsin-Ohio State game will probably do, I would estimate somewhere near like what a marquee early Sunday NFL game would do. So you don't anticipate like needing needing Virginia that badly in this game if the handle's not going to be that big for Jeff against Clemson? Clemson will be on every parlay, but there probably won't be a lot of straight bet risk. Uh, we're probably going to need Wisconsin for, you know, name your number. It's going to be large. Uh, I'm looking at it now. The ticket counts like five to one on Ohio State. We've had, you know, house players come in and bet Ohio State. I mean, you look at Wisconsin's schedule. They blew out a bunch of bad teams early. You look at Wisconsin's schedule, there's like no surprise results on it. I mean, yeah, they lost to Illinois, is a bit odd. The most surprising result is they only beat Northwestern by nine, and they had a pick six in that game. Northwestern is terrible, and that kind of scares me. They went to the shoe, they got killed by Ohio State. I just don't know what has changed to make me think that Wisconsin's even going to be competitive here, and come Saturday morning, I'll probably have to do some type of manipulating to convince people uh, to bet Wisconsin because this one's probably going to get out of control as far as the risk goes. What does Caesars want for the fourth spot in the college football playoff and any major liability uh, with these conference games this weekend? Uh, we're rooting for Baylor to find a way, and we went the absolute mountain to them practically, not the whole pool, but a very big chunk of it. Uh, we're a loser to Ohio State, and I think that's the way it is. Uh, all around town. I mean, you look at what Ohio State's a clear favorite over Clemson, any casino in the futures pool, but Clemson's pretty much a pick em against Ohio State on the line. So that just tells me that everybody is avalanche to Ohio State futures. Uh, we do really well to Clemson, you know, and we're pretty happy with our position. I mean, it really couldn't go much better. Our buddy Jeff Davis from Caesars there and the great Kenny White also known as the Wizard of Odds, stop by, you better, you bet. And he checks in on the LSU-Georgia spread. When I first saw the line and didn't look at my numbers when I made it and I saw seven, I thought, wow, that looks low the way LSU is playing. And then I thought, oh, wait, wait a minute, it's, it's being played in Georgia. That's why they're giving some home field edge. And then I started to put my numbers together and I made the game seven and a half. And I thought, well, they're right on. I think that's the right number for this football game. So um, I didn't have a play on the side. Uh, both teams are outstanding. They both got great ATS trends to back them, especially against winning teams. Georgia's 14 and six 
their last 20 against teams with a winning record. Uh, LSU, uh, six and two ATS, their last eight against teams with a winning record. I like the game over the total. LSU offense is for real. Uh, they putting up points in masses. And their defense has kind of struggled a little bit. Over the last six weeks, their defense is ranked 48th in the country in yards per play allowed. They, yeah, they have gone up against a little bit more difficult schedule, but everybody else in the conference, that hasn't hurt them. Georgia's fourth in the country in yards per play allowed. So the LSU can give points up. We've seen it before. Um, I think they'll give up points here. I'm not worried about the injuries to Cager, to uh, their, their freshman that's out the first half, or even Swift, because Georgia is loaded with athletes, and they're a dime a dozen. We've seen it many times where the star running back is going to get drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. He decides to not play in a bowl game, and that guy goes off for 200 yards, and he's the player of the game, and he's a freshman. And that's they just got so many great athletes. I'm not worried about Georgia and their specialty guys. I'm worried about Jake Fromm coming up with a good game finally because he's been under 50% passing the last five or six in a row. So uh, he's a much better passer than that. I think he'll have a good game here against LSU's defense. I think we're expecting Jalen Hurts to have a good game against his Baylor defense after what we saw Oklahoma do to them in the second half of the game that was played in Waco. And obviously a big game for the Sooners, as we discussed, for Baylor too, but Oklahoma's the favorite here at Oklahoma with a clear chance to jump Utah and make another college football playoff under Lincoln Riley. Jalen Hurts, Lincoln Riley, and the Sooners, Kenny, a nine-point favor right now over Baylor with a total of 64.5 in the Big 12 title game. Yeah, seems like a little high to me. Uh, there is revenge in the game for Baylor, and uh, the Bears have impressed me. After the loss to Oklahoma, which they had the lead 28-3, to um, and they lose the game 34-31, they come with a big win against Texas. Uh, I love the, re- the, you know, the bounce back. I thought there could be a letdown, but there wasn't. That defense played outstanding. And then Kansas, I know, is Kansas, but they are improved under Les Miles. But Baylor wins 61-6. to and the weather was horrendous, wind and windy, very windy weather, and they still put up a bunch of points. So I've had to upgrade Baylor. Uh, their defense has been the 14th best in the country over the last six weeks. Oklahoma number 45 on defense. I like Baylor in the game. They're the, the team with the better defense, getting points with revenge. I'll take the Bears a shot to pull the upset. Plus, I like the game under a little bit. All right, in the Big Ten, Ohio State just obliterating everyone this year, including Wisconsin when they played earlier this season. So we've got the Buckeyes and the Badgers. Uh, the consensus right now is about 16 with a total of 56. Yeah, a little high for me. I'm going to look to take the dog here. I think there might be more Buckeye money, and this might go up to 17. So I'm, I'm waiting around. You know, this time of year, we've got 10 games to bet on. And with only 10 games, the general public really can get involved here in all of these games. And you know they're going to be on the favorites. So if you like any underdogs, I, I recommend everybody – don't bet right away. Wait as long as you possibly can. Let the general public drive the lineup. So this is one, you know, they always say, and it's true, you learn more from a loss than you do a win any day. Ohio State hasn't learned really anything about their team other than they're good. And Wisconsin learned a lot about their team when they lost 38-7 to in Columbus against the Buckeyes. And they were a 14-point 14, 14 favorite in that range that day on Ohio State's field. Now they're getting 17 on a neutral I think they've got the team with a revenge situation here, a team that's really played well since that game. 
um, against Ohio State. They've run off four straight wins. All four games have gone over. Their offense has really picked it up. You know, and I bet against Wisconsin last week. I had Minnesota. So I tried to look up, well, Jack Cohen. I think he struggled down the stretch. So I could say that about him. Let me go look at his stats, and I was completely wrong. Jack Cohen's gotten better almost every single game down the stretch. His last five games, I've got him ranked the 10th best quarterback in the country over the last five weeks. So um, I think Wisconsin can score in this game. I think they'll find a way here. Um, and they'll they'll stay in this. Uh, I think all the pressure's on Ohio State, even though Ohio State's already into the the, the final four, even with a loss. So uh, Wisconsin, I think, will play a, a really sound game. I think it'll be their best game they play. Their best game they played was last week, but I think they play a game pretty close to that this week against Ohio State. So Kenny just told you, if you do like the dog in this game, the Big Ten title game, if you like Wisconsin, wait until closer to kickoff. You'll get a better number with Wisconsin. Um, does that mean, Kenny, that we should wait until before kickoff of the ACC championship game to get a better number with Virginia? Or are you saying that we should bet on Clemson right now in this game? Because Wizard, I, this has got to be a late or don't play it right with Clemson, I'm guessing, here in the ACC championship game. I agree with you, Nick. Lay it or don't play it. Because what's Bronco Mendenhall known for? His defense. There has been no D in Virginia the last six weeks. They're 85th, 85th ranked defense in the country over the last six weeks. This defense has been shredded for 30 points, 27, 28, 31, and 28. And not one of those teams' names was Clemson. One of them was named Liberty. The other was Georgia Tech. I don't know how those teams got those points against this defense other than this defense is banged up. And right now, they are not in a good situation. So I agree with you. And I think the best play might be Clemson in the first half to jump on Virginia, get a big lead. Virginia maybe, you know, this is a big game, but Virginia beat Virginia Tech after losing them 15 straight times. I'd hate to say they could have a letdown when you got Clemson coming up, but they really could because that was such a big win for them. They, they probably know they have no shot in this football game against Clemson. Clemson's just that much better. Kenny White, find Kenny's work, kennywhitesports.com. Now, if you've seen Rounders, you're familiar with Joey Kanish. He's our favorite D-Gen on You Better You Bet. Goes by Kanish, and he has an angle on Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Here is the thing that I cannot get out of my I don't know how healthy Justin Fields is going to be. Part of the cap last week was I thought he'd be a little gimpy against Michigan after getting rolled up on. He seemed to be fine for most of the game. Then I thought for sure, for sure, he had torn knee ligaments when he got rolled up on last week. And then they put him in the blue tent. I don't know what they injected in him, but he comes back out those touchdown passes for his So, But he did. I saw some quotes this week that basically he said his knee is sore. It hurts. That would be the one thing that is keeping me off of an Ohio State play and thinking that obviously better team, better speed, better everything, better everywhere than Wisconsin. The issue that I'm going to have is I, I don't know how Fields is going to You think he's fine. He's going to be wearing the brace. How effective can he be? He seemed okay with it last but as the week goes on here, did it get more sore? You know, how mobile is he going to be? I don't have full confidence in Justin Fields here. If anything, you know, this open low 52 and a half. Now that it's touched some 57s, I would lean more of an underplay. I think Wisconsin is going to absolutely try and take the air out of the ball here, do what they they know they can't play an up and down game with Ohio State. Going to try and run the ball, have short passing game, keep control of the clock. And if Fields is a little bit reduced in level of play and explosion, Maybe even a first half under there, too, so a game doesn't get away from them too much. The second half, they've got to up the tempo, and Wisconsin's got to pass a little bit more. Um, but it's one side I can't lay it with Ohio State. If I was more confident in Fields full health, I'd say lay it up to 17. Right now, I don't have a play ATS either way, but I lean under 
maybe more even for a first half under than a full game under. Uncle Kanish, I love the Georgia Bulldogs on Saturday. Um, it's my favorite bet. I think maybe of the, the weekend in, in all of football is Georgia plus seven against LSU. Um, where are you at here at the SEC championship game with uh, Joe Burrow and LSU laying a touchdown? No, I'm right there with you. You saw the LSU performance. It was extremely impressive. They took out a Texas A&M team that when we talked last week on the show, we had said that there's probably not a tougher back-to-back roadie than Texas A&M going at Georgia at LSU. And so, I, I mean, basically, I think they were dead man walking last week, walked into an Ed Orgeron having the hornet's nest in LSU. They wanted to stop them. And now I think you've got a touch of an inflated perception here. And this line, I think, shows it. This is one that, that I had, I thought, would center around four and a half, five, maybe. Now that it's crossed seven, some shops even, yeah, I mean, some of the square shops got a seven and a half. That's a play for me on Georgia. I, I took it, you know, I lit up a half unit at a touchdown. I took a full unit at a touchdown when I got the hook. It's too many points for me in a game that they're playing LSU. Obviously, this is the best defense they're going to see all year. This might be the best defense in the country right now. I mean, obviously, Ohio State would have something to say about that. But I think Georgia's, I love the scheme with Kirby Smart. I think they're going to slow this game down. To, I mean, Georgia plays slow. They play annoying. They play disgusting, you know, for most of the part the entire season on offense. And this is a perfect spot if you can have some success on the ground. I don't really mind the DeAndre Swift injury. Georgia's got, you know, talent at running back. The, the, the wide receiver injury to Cager would concern me a little bit more, but I think they're still going to be able to run the ball a bit, slow this to a pulp, and, and just absolutely try and take this down to one possession. Uh, similar to that, the way Texas A&M did against Georgia, and you were able to get a Texas A&M cash. I think it's same game plan here for Georgia against LSU, and if you're getting now a line that I think is a couple points high, um, I, I like it at a full touch. I like it. I really like it if you can get seven in the hook and even a little bit lean it, tick down a little bit today. So the under would have been, you know, first half under would have been nice at 28, but I think that's gone for the most part. But I agree with you. Full touchdown, touchdown and a hook on Georgia. And then, hey, maybe you come in, if Georgia can get out to a lead, you come in on a pick at LSU, you got yourself a nice middle. And I think that's going to be a one-score game. Now, if Georgia loses this game outright, the Big 12 championship could be big. But uh, this game will be played before Baylor-Oklahoma the Sooners favored by nine with a total of 64. I, I've seen a lot, ton of different opinions on this game. I got a big Baylor preseason future. I, I'm, I'm deciding what to do with here last minute. But do I want to lay Oklahoma money line beforehand? Do I want to take some live? No, a lot of people, a lot of people. And I would say they're almost split to a T down the middle of, of where people are at on this game. Personally, gun to my head, I'm laying it with Oklahoma. I, I think Baylor caught a lot of breaks in that, in that first half of that game. It was a nice situation for them, and it was one where they couldn't even finish it off in that scenario. Again, I don't love laying over a touchdown. It was one when it was getting close to seven. If flat seven on Oklahoma would have been a big buy for me. It never really got there, and now it's in this zone between seven and ten. Now that it's got a 65, I'd have a small lean to the under. But sitting right here in this zone, you know, it's one of those that at ten and a half, you'd say small lean Baylor at a flat seven. Oklahoma, but it's right there now in that zone where I, it's not a buy for me either way sitting on it is. I think Oklahoma wins. Do I feel comfortable with them saying that they're going to win by double digits here and get a cover? No, I don't. So it'd be a pass to stay away from me at the current. Uh, lay it or don't play it with Clemson in the ACC title game against UVA? If Virginia's defense was a bit healthier, I, I would be a little bit more apt. I think Clemson has, and listen, I know they've trucked everybody 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 and 
crushing people. So it's not like I'm going to be able to say, well, their schedule was soft. They, they absolutely eviscerated everybody. So you know, what, what else can you do with the soft schedule? The thing is, I, I really like Bryce Perkins. I like Bronco Mendenhall in a game where he's getting four scores. Virginia's a slow-paced team. I like the, some of the way trips that he can do on defense. The problem is they Virginia lost their best play in the secondary. I don't trust their secondary right now to match up against Clemson. It's probably at a 28. If it was getting up to 31, I thought, we, you know what, we might see a little bit of Clemson steam on game day. This is one where I'll tell you what, if it's not in a great zone where I like to play it, but if you see some real steam on game day and this ticks up to, you know, a 30, a 31, that's where, for me, I'd take a small buy on Virginia, and that would be it. But as a current number, I don't think you get involved until it, until it ticks up a little more. There's not going to be a lot of people out there love to take UVA. So for me, I'll let this ride up and let it see. And hey, maybe Clemson gets out seven and a 10 point lead early, two touchdowns score. You get Virginia plus 35 and a half live. That's something where I'm going to let the market take Clemson up. And then if I get comfortable enough to take Virginia pregame or Virginia live, if they're down early, then I'll buy then. Otherwise, probably staying away from it. Of the games we haven't mentioned, is there one that stands out that you have the strongest opinion on? Well, a couple I was looking into tonight. Uh, I would have said Central Michigan with, if Miami, Ohio's quarterback Gabbert was out. From what I can get, again, getting info in the MAC is like getting info from, you know, a Russian submarine out in the Pacific. Because, no, there's no media coverage of these teams. So you've got, like, one intern reporter with 300 followers that tweet about, like, you know, the practice report. Bottom line is... Mm-hmm. From the early perspective, it seemed like Gabbert practiced. The coach said he was probable. There's a ton of gamesmanship. So, I mean, coaches lie, no injury report. So, you don't know. Um, but it looked like I think he's going to play. So, that's probably, I think Central Michigan's going to top out six and a half, seven. Not too much there. If there's one on the board, I'm, I'm still okay laying at current. I lay with Florida Atlantic. I, I've been fading UAB at a number of points this year. I really liked it at seven. It's my biggest play on any of the championship games was Florida Atlantic minus seven. It's sitting eight right now. I'd still lay it. I'd lay it small up to 10. Uh, I don't believe in UAB. I think FAU really picked it up here uh, on what would be the end of the season where they got the offense rolling. I, I don't think UAB score in this type of game and keep up with FAU. There's a scenario where FAU just absolutely rolls them here. I also... There's a coach, you know, stylistically, when you talk and you get outside the numbers and you, Urban Meyer was one that always loved to run it up when he could. Lane Kiffin of that same ilk. If Lane has a chance to put on some adder scores at the end, you know, and take you from a, a 16-point game where you're, you know, a touchdown away from getting back to to up to a 23, 24-point game, Lane's going to do it. Lane's a coach that I feel okay. He is going to maximize as many points as he can, regardless of the scoreboard, and not sit on a lead. So that's a type of coach that I'm a little bit comfortable, especially when they got better playing it. So Florida Atlantic for me, minus seven. I'm okay still, minus eight. Um, and I think they uh, they get a comfortable victory in the CUSA title game. He's at Joey Kanish22 on Twitter. And I want to squeeze in one more pro better. Here's Rob Pizzola on his favorite play of the day. So I like Georgia against LSU. Um, that seems to be like a popular one amongst sharps this week. At least I feel that way. Just seeing some action through coming through different accounts and, and things of that nature. I just can't get to this spread. I mean, it's being played at the in Atlanta. It, there's just I, LSU. I've seen LSU play a bunch this year. They're a powerhouse. The offense is really good, but Georgia on both sides of the line of scrimmage, offensive line, defensive line are very good. They don't turn the ball over. 
I mean, they only had three interceptions the entire season. They came in one game altogether. So uh, I like Georgia getting the points there. I've already played that. Rob, any other games you were pretty close on, but you just couldn't quite get there? Yeah, I think if Ohio State ticked a couple more points or maybe even another half point, I would be in play on Wisconsin in that game. I have relatives that live in Columbus, so I do follow the Buckeyes pretty regularly. It scares me betting against Ohio State because they are such a good football team right now. Uh, But I think if that were to tick up to 17 and a half, 18, then I could justify a small bet on Wisconsin there. But obviously, uh, just with my, I mean, it's not really huge fandom or anything like that, but I'd rather not have a bet against Ohio State this weekend. Rob Pizzola, Joey Kanish, Kenny White, and Jeff Davis. Four regulars on You Better You Bet. Monday through Friday, 5 to 9 p.m. on the Radio.com app. Also podcast version, always available. Four dudes who know what they're talking about when it comes down to sports betting. Inside the Clubhouse is next right here on Sports Radio 670. The score, White Sox General Manager Rick Hahn at 10 o'clock with Bruce Levine and Matt Spiegel. Best of luck this championship Saturday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.